This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown, no flags, Cowboys lead. Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and, and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the, the Cowboys? Cowboy Nation, what a beautiful Tuesday morning it is. And I tell you what, folks, what a great game. We experienced this last Thursday. I'll tell you what. And it was a great time here in the studio as well. We had all you guys chiming in, and we had that whole family atmosphere of Cowboy fans. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And, again, congrats to Michelle Price out in uh, South Dakota. Jesus Christ, Michelle. You know how much it costs to send something to South Dakota it's almost like sending something out in Canada or Europe or somewhere. In any case, uh, yeah, she won a Vander Esch jersey, and it was signed. So, God bless. That's a that's a pretty good uh, present to have during Christmas time. And um, I don't think it could have went to anyone better than Michelle. She's a lifetime Cowboy fan, and she loves our show. And like a lot of you folks out there as well, and uh, she chimes in. Like uh, when we are being overrun on our own site at Cowboys Podcast by uh, Saints fans, I'll tell you what, Amy Smith and uh, Michelle Price and a couple of you others, uh, you guys just jumped in, Barry Gibson, and you guys were great, man. Thanks a lot because uh, I hate getting overrun on our own site. What the hell? In any case, uh Turned out good. Uh, they hopped on their bus and they they took off out of uh, Texas. Uh, they still mouth. They still get a little mouthy about the somehow the refs gave it to us. But I don't. I don't see what the hell they're talking about. I really don't because that game. It seemed like there were a lot of plays that were. I mean, uh, a little push off here, offsides there, one. Uh, Running into the kicker, obviously that was a penalty. But stuff like that happens, man. And you guys uh, you guys are only looking at it one side. I don't even know what the hell you guys are looking at if you're a Saints fan. But in any case, it all worked out. Justice prevails, and uh, we won the game 13-10. to 10. And you know people are, people are saying, well, uh, Dak didn't play good and all that. He might not have. He might not have. But we got a W. And when we get a W, our defense came up to play. And uh, you know what? If our defense is out there doing the job, God bless, man. Uh, we could overlook little mistakes our offenses are making. I mean, if uh, Prescott wasn't uh, on target. But I tell you what, man, that one play where he needed like eight, nine yards. And this guy, he fought through two, three tackles. Then he lunges to the first down. That's a lot of heart there, folks. We could sit here, we could bitch about Dak Prescott all, all day on this show. 
But again, if we're getting the W, let's just knock it off. Let's knock it off. I mean, he is our quarterback. I don't know what what our agenda is. If we're losing, yeah, that's that's a whole different ball game. And I'm not part of that group. I've told you guys hundred times before. I'm not that group. DCL for life and uh, win, lose or tie. What the hell with the losing tie stuff. I, I I'm not into that losing tie. I want to win. I want to win. And if I lose. You better have beaten me on the last second or something like that because uh, I, I do not want to lose big time like you Philadelphia Eagles did to the Saints and all that. We got pride in Dallas. We've had it for years, years and years. I mean, you could, yeah, 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 I know you could throw that whole uh, cliche about when's the last time you won a ring. Okay, that's fine. But I'll tell you what, you better strap your shit together if you're going to play the Dallas Cowboys. And that's what we are all about. If you're coming to our house, you could be the best team in the NFL, and Vegas odd makers will make you about three-point uh, favorite team against us. That's how good we are. That's how strong we are. That's how much we respect we get. In any case, uh, yeah, we won 13-10. to 10, And um, I'll tell you what, that Van Der Esch and Smith and the linebacking crew – they are outstanding, man. They were getting it after it. I mean, they were getting after it. And uh, our D-line, yeah, we, we had some bonehead mistakes uh, on our D-line. But I tell you what, these guys were coming after Breeze. And Breeze, I don't know what it was, but as soon as he felt impact, as soon as he seen some shadows, man, he wasn't the same old Breeze. I mean, he tried to get rid of that. And that is respect. That is respect. He knew about our defense, and that pays off. When the defense is playing that good, folks, when that defense is playing that good, we can do a lot of things. We can make mistakes on offense because we're our defense is just playing strong. Hey, yo, do we have Travis on? We do have Travis on. Travis, you out there? Yes, sir, brother. I'm here. Oh, man, Travis. What a beautiful damn game that was, man. Absolutely, man. I mean, I'm I'm still a little, you know, you know, you don't celebrate the wins too long, but I'm just still a little stuck on the uh, the execution. Thankful for how everything went down, and like when I texted you last night, man, you know, still dealing with the uh, with the cynical part of our fan base. They just, you know, they'll never be satisfied, man. Even even if we win another Super Bowl, they'll say, hey. You didn't win it last year. You know what right. I mean? I was like, are you kidding me with what this team, what this kid put together on, you know, on a big stage against the alleged top team, top quarterback in the NFL? And what disappointed me nationally, man, like what really got to me nationally is that, which, you know, you know, I call our team the Rodney Dangerfield of the NFL. They'll, they'll never get any respect, but it really burned me the next day that the national media gave them, you know, not not even a tip of the cap, man. Everybody went and said, oh, the Saints played so bad and is defense back. No, the question was, are the Cowboys back? We went and defeated that team. They they weren't on the field by themselves. You know, those things didn't happen by accident. Alvin Kamara, eight catches, less than 40 yards. Mark Ingram being a non-factor. Michael Thomas, a non-factor. Drew Brees with the uh, interception there to end the game. If our kid does that, if Dak does that to end the game, man, they rake him over the coals. You know it, and everybody else listens to us, too. Well, I tell you what, you remember this movie uh, Highlanders? I mean, it was uh, 
I mean, they they I don't know. I don't I don't want to get graphic with people, but right, right, uh, right. If, if, you, if they take if they fought and uh, once the head comes off, that that guy got got that guy's power and stuff, you know. Exactly. And, exactly. And I really feel that when we beat the Saints, now the NFL Network. They are kind of talking about us. They are kind of saying are. the Dallas Cowboys will win the NFC East. I, okay, I'll buy into that. But now, yesterday, I heard another announcer say, you know what? They could get third seed, too. How about that? Yes. This is the yes, type of team that we're now – we are getting the respect now. We are getting – but I hope to God – our players aren't looking at that because now there's a Philadelphia Eagle team that just right. beat the Redskins. And mind you, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, Sanchez is, is not the quarterback of the NFL caliber. He might be there, right. but he's not. He may be second, third string, but he is the Washington Redskins right now. And they, they showed how weak they, they were without a quarterback. Now, they are still riding high, beating the Redskins, all right? Mm -hmm. They are coming in. We are not the type of team that likes to play the favorite role. We are the type right. of team that loves to come back as an underdog. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to make it to where I, you're going to believe in me. Now, I'm mm -hmm. not the type of guy uh, that believes that our Dallas Cowboys, whenever we play like the Tennessee Titans or that that should have won been that should have been a win. I don't care who the hell the Titans have went win and all that who the, who they beaten, but we should have beaten the Tennessee Titans, and that's right. how they go into it. If the Cowboys play like that to where they feel like oh I should beat these guys, that's when we're in trouble. If they stay Absolutely. hungry, if that defense stays hungry, I think we're uh, forced to be reckoned with in the entire NFL. That's how. That's I good. agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I like uh, if you think back in September when we were about two and four, uh, Dak said this team is just a little ways away, and people kind of laughed it off. And I remember uh, Jerry went on one hundred five point three one Monday or uh, Friday after a game, and he said, "I believe we can compete with the Saints and the Rams of the NFL." And you know, people laughed at they laughed them off. You know, we know. As you said, we know what our team is. We know what we have, and I'm hoping the same thing. I'm hoping that they're still in the underdog mentality, back against the wall, still have something to prove. One thing I loved the other night, man, it was so many things going on um, during the game. I couldn't even text you, but it was maybe after, like, the second series of the game, and I guess the defense was starting to feel themselves a little bit, and the camera flashed to Demarcus Lawrence, and he said, oh, no, oh, no, we ain't finished yet. We ain't even got started, and that's the mentality I want. Just as you said, hey, mm. you went out there and had a couple of good series, but we need a full 60 minutes. You know, Jordan Lewis, to only, I mean, look at it for this kid. He comes in, he's drafted, he, you know, he's starting under the last regime. He comes in, he's relegated to the fourth, uh, fourth DB cornerback on the uh, depth chart there. He got eight plays the other night, and two of those eight plays, where one of them was definitely an interception. He almost got an interception on that same play early in the game. But just to continue to fight through that adversity and keep his head in the game because, you know, you're thinking you're playing a big game here. They're not using me. Well, you know, you hang your head and, you know, you're not ready to play when they call you. But when they called his number, when they called 27, he was ready. And me, myself, 
I need to apologize to the listeners because I can remember my anger when you and I talked the day after the draft. And the one thing I kept saying is, Jono, they better be right. They better be right about this LVE kid. Well, man, the wolf hunts for real. That kid gets to howling at the moon, man, and he, he can't be stopped. But right. I don't know if you heard this today. Is this correct? Is 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 Sean Lee getting his starting job back? That's I was gonna cover that with you, and that's what I heard too. And now, what the hell, when you, when you hear that though, I mean, okay, you, you hear starting role, but you know what? That's one play, and he's out. Right. That's what I was thinking. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's not going to be, folks. You're there's no rhyme or reason. To keep that monster on the bench, I mean that no. that that wolf is uh, on on the prowl, and you better you better let him go, and uh, that 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 kid can play, and it's more or less you see more energy coming from right and left when the, when you see Smith talking to, mm-hmm. I mean they they seem like they work well together. Now they this, do, yeah, but this doesn't tell me to get rid of Sean Lee too. I would, I would, and I brought it up to you before. Why mm-hmm. not introduce the flex again? Why not bring exactly. up the old Tom Landry defense where our defensive linemen are three, four yards off the ball? It's all right. based on read. It's all based on read. You just don't go in there like a blind bat, you know? I mean, everyone's Absolutely. pursuing. Every The linebackers are flowing. This is the type of team that you could ha- you could get away with that because you'll have three solid linebackers. Absolutely. Absolutely, three three solid linebackers, three you know. And I know that flex. I, I know that flex was more designed for like eye offense and stuff like that. Right, but, right. But you could still play the exactly. Set. I, I mean, we could exactly. still play the set with the talent that we have on you know on that side of the ball. Our front seven is to be reckoned. With. I, I mean, they're definitely to be reckoned with. You know, regardless of the combination. And you know, I'm with you if they decide not to. You know go unconventional and go with the flex and they can still work those guys in, I mean, that's fine. But it's not broke, so don't totally fix it. You can tweak it a little bit, but don't totally fix it. And I'd be amiss, man, not to mention uh, Chris Richard the other night, keeping those guys, you know, as as, as Gregory was, you mm-hmm. know, just making bonehead play after bonehead play on that drive. <laughs> One thing I appreciated was when, when he was talking to those guys, he let them know. We let that happen. They didn't do that, but the good part is we get an opportunity to go back out there and shut them down, and that's what they did, man. They went back out there. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence, you can call him the script writer moving forward, man. The guy said we're going to punch him in the mouth, and once you punch him in the mouth and get him distressed, they're not used to scoring 50 points, things get a little haywire, you know, and I saw that early. Our DBs and corners were getting to the ball, man. They were breaking up passes. I hadn't seen them do that in so long, you know, just getting to the ball, just making the play, you know, whatever they could do to keep us on top. And, you know, our quarterback, he went through it that night. The kid was bleeding from the mouth. He was bleeding from his arm. He was bleeding from his hand. But he stood tough, man. That game did not look, and I had to watch it again after I kept hearing reported that Me he too. was sacked seven times. It did not look like he was sacked seven times, man. And you know, and we've seen that and, where and, and he's been sacked a lot less. Exactly. Well, you know what? I was just gonna say, we know what happens to him when he gets sacked a lot. And that Atlanta right. game, he went on the. You remember how we used to play the pinball? I go on tilt. If yep. it went to yep. tilt, everything just stopped. 
Not right. this time around, man. He felt yeah. the heat. He got sacked. And guess what? He had uh, what is that called? Uh, where you just forget everything again, and then uh, you, you amnesia. He had amnesia, Travis. Way to <laughs> right. go! He, he developed amnesia. He forgot all about it, and he moved on. And that's what a sign of a good quarterback. And the kid is getting to be like wine now. He's starting to age, and when that age pops up, he is now becoming that good wine. Uh, last Absolutely. year was like. I got sacked uh, seven, eight times in this game. I don't know right. what the hell am I going to do. I don't know what to do. Well, right. are, are they going to do this to me do. every game and all this? Uh, he played a lot of mind games with himself. Now mm-hmm. he gets sacked. Okay, the hell with it. It's over. How how right. how bad did I get sacked? Oh, only for four or five yards back. I'll take right. that as I just had a penalty. That's exactly. how he's got to do it. That's how he's got to right. do it, and he's de- doing it. And when uh, the show started, I mentioned – he had that eight, nine-yard run, man. And I tell you mm-hmm. what, that was all heart there, folks. Oh, yeah, that's all that was. There that, were three that guys was that all were supposed heart. to bring him down. Three guys were supposed to bring him down, especially the last one. He took the last guy with him over the marker. And, you know, to be honest, I didn't – I wasn't too, you know, disappointed in the very next play, but you and I, we were watching the game, you know, together, Steve-O and the guys. And, you know, when he went to Gallup, it surprised me in two ways. One, I was surprised that, okay, they're throwing right now, you know, this close to the end zone. They haven't done that in a long time, not so early anyway. And, you know, he was wide open. The pass was missed, you know, so be it. But my thing about that is is they were going for the jugular, man. That That wasn't enough for him. He wasn't satisfied with the first down. He was like, the first down is going to keep this drive moving, but, uh, you know, I'm – I'm trying to take the top off of this thing. And, you know, they they were almost there, and that'll come in timing. You know, I was hopeful in seeing that, you know, and I know how things will go in in the next coming weeks with those guys when they get on more of a page, man. You had Amari Cooper, eight targets, eight catches. I mean, when's the last time that's happened for a receiver of ours? He didn't even have 100 yards, but it just feels like now when it's third and five, third and seven, and you see 19 out there, he's about to make a play. I was telling a friend this yesterday. It's kind of eerily similar, and I've heard it reported a couple different places, but I've been talking about it for a few weeks. In 2008, we did the same thing. We got rid of T.O., and in comes Miles Austin. Just so happens he was wearing number 19, too, and he kind of, you know, turned things around for that receiving core. And it's funny how this one guy that people had written off has kind of brought everything back together. And you heard Zeke after the game last week. He said, I told the offense, don't get satisfied because we should have kept our foot on their throat. I love that mentality. Mm, mm, He was mm. like, we should have kept our foot on their throat. Yeah, we won. And it was so much so. The playmaker sitting up there with Steve Smith. Steve Smith got the mad face because he said before the game. Oh, he's a goon. Oh, he's a goon. He He said before the game. Don't worry about Byron Jones' pro football focus numbers. You can throw those out the window once the ball is snapped. Yeah. And then Reggie Bush, he's sitting there talking, well, the last time this happened, we won the Super Bowl. No, man, let's talk about the game right now. Right. We went out there and we disrupted everything. You know, uh, uh, the There's some tension there, the isn't Saints. there? There's some yes, tension. Well, because you, you see Michael Irvin, he looks like he's holding it back. Because he wants it, he just Smith just sits yeah, there and tries go. to make some, tries to mock Irvin and the Cowboys. Right. You see, though, well, hey, though, let me ask you this. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this now: If 
we did fumble that ball. Dak fumbled right. that ball. Dak did overthrow a wide open gallop there too. Like mm-hmm. he had three, four yards. If God forbid, I'm just saying, if things went mm-hmm. the other way with a touchdown right after that, would we have still been talking about Dak being this or Dak being that though? Absolutely not. Exactly. Absolutely not. It's it's just like you said last night. Cynical, man. They they you know, uh even even some of the Cowboys podcasts, when you do listen to them, you know, they'll tell you, man, don't call in here with no butt today. These guys just went in there and got a victory last night. Now, if you saw what I saw, I'm wondering, like, what are you going to critique? What what are you critiquing? Yeah, well, he could have – he had four incompletions. He was 24 for 28. He had four incompletions. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And the guy that you're calling the Hall of Famer that's leading the NFL right now with – uh, highest percentage of completion. He couldn't get the ball out of his hands fast enough. He was rattled from the first series and never got back on. And like you said, if things went the other way, oh, man, they, they may have gotten to this kid so bad he could have underperformed for the last four games of the year. The third year is always the telling year. And Jerry said two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I'm sorry, after the Tennessee loss, I'm going to extend him. I'm going to extend it. And I swear, man, for the past few weeks, these guys are looking like Nostradamuses out here with their predictions about what's going to happen with the team. But that confidence is growing, and we're catching fire at the right time. It doesn't matter what you do in September and October as much as it does what you're doing going into December and January. Because you can win all you want in that first quarter, but you could come out 4-0 and then lose 12 in a row. But what we're doing right now, I think it's a good balance. And like you said, playing from that underdog role, that's what keeps us hungry, man. That's what keeps us going. So Philly had a good game last night. You can't count on the skins to do nothing but beat dead skins. That's it. That's what you can count on. Adrian Peterson had 90 yards on one carry last night, still didn't get 100 yards. You know, so you can't. You can't Wait a minute, judge he us. still didn't get 100 yards? He still didn't get 100 yards. Brother. With that 90-yard run? With that 90-yard run. And a guy says to me, well, Travis, in in his defense, he didn't even get double-digit carries. I said, my friend, if he got 90 on one, he literally only had to average two yards per carry for eight more carries to get 100. He didn't. He no, did not. Wow. So. You wow. know, but but I do not attest that to Philly's defense being smothering. What I attested to is what we talked about earlier. When when Sanchez was coming out there, and he was signed on November nineteenth only to try to provide some type of insight to the Cowboys. That's a given. So then when he's out there last night, he's running the same five plays. They know either you're going to turn around and hand it to Peterson or you're going to throw a screen. They even tried a double pass last night. Nothing was working. But I love how. Philly went in and won, and it boosted their heads back up. And I can almost guarantee it, immediately, they're looking past us. They're like, oh, Golden Tate's working now. Sproles is back. Wentz is back in form. Everything's looking good. I was looking at them last night, and I said, that's what they're thinking. But I believe our team and our approach, we've already came in your house and punched you in the mouth. So that gave us about 70% of confidence there. And we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk. I think that's a that's a new mantra with this team. They just show their action, man. They don't they don't talk about you know the ends and the outs. Oh, it's going to be no. We're just going to show up and we're going to play ball. We're going to play our game, man. Everybody that's stepping on the field now is contributing. Anthony Brown 
keep your head up, kid, because a few weeks ago, I thought, you know, that he was going to go off the deep end, but it's been a couple of days now. He's giving me sacks. He's giving me pass breakups. I just need these guys to stay consistent, believe in the game plan, and, you know, we're going to make this thing happen. Like you said, not just the NFC, the NFL, the NFL. And we'll get to see that because – Right after us, the Eagles are going to play the Rams, so we'll see what everybody's working with shortly here. Well, no question about it. It's it's becoming a fun time of the season, and I haven't experienced this for a couple of years now. So uh, absolutely, it's so good that we are starting to peak right now, and we're starting to get the respect that this team's all about. I mean, we're the Dallas Cowboys, folks. Uh, we could uh, we could we could talk about the Rams, but you know what, the Rams. You don't have history, Rams. Saints, you don't. the only history you got is how much recycled bags that you put over your heads in the stands. I, I mean, honest to God, no offense to you, but when you were 13 and no, I went to your house and kicked your ass in your own house too, okay? So Absolutely. In, in all fairness, this is the team. The Patriots are a team. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they used to be, but that, that yellow towel that they wave now, well, they're using it for something else in the toilet now because Absolutely. that's not the same. That's not the same Pittsburgh team that I've seen in the past, too. So it's not. In any case, uh, we're talking about uh, Urban Meyer, uh, people on the Cowboys side, and let's let's be honest here. What I seen Garrett do this last week, I didn't see any smile. I thought he was no, solid on the sideline. Sideline, he was like solid looking. He looked like a field general. He wasn't tapping people on the head uh, every five minutes. He was just, I mean, he had a, a motionless type of face to him, you know, where he he was like, uh, I, this is what it's about. Get, get your- oh, you'll love this, then. You'll uh-huh. love this. After the game, you know, Randy Gregory, he was the cause of that drive. After the game... <laughs> While everybody's in the locker room high-fiving, Garrett's in a side room with Gregory talking to him. I don't know if it's, hey, kid, don't worry, keep your head up, or I don't know if it's, what the hell you're doing out there. Whatever the case, you got on him right away. And that's something that you haven't been doing. Like you said, he didn't slap him on the head, good job. He didn't, you know, he wasn't smiling. He wasn't clapping. But what he was out there doing was coaching. And whether people want to respect it or not, man, the guy has one losing season as the Cowboys head coach. He was the coach of the year two years ago. He's working with what he has. And anytime anybody brings up, you know, fire Gary, and I always say replace him with who. And keep in mind, when you're replacing, you're rebuilding, which means you're starting all the way over. Case in point, you look at Oakland. Yeah, they wanted Gruden, but I don't think they wanted him to get rid of Mack, and I don't think they wanted him to get rid of Cooper, and it looks like Derek Carr might not be hanging on there because everybody wants to win with their guys. And right now, these guys that we have, they're our guys. You get a new guy that comes in there, he's like, no, I'm going to want my guy. I don't want to go through another up and down, let's decide who we are. We know who we are. We are these Dallas Cowboys, right, and we're right. showing everything that we're about right now, the true grit right here. We want these guys for the long term. We want Zeke. We want Dak. We want Cooper. We want LVE. We want Jalen Smith. We want these guys. And if you bring in a new philosophy, you can lose these guys right now. And based on what I've seen, that conversation 
it's null and void. All it is is something for the talking heads to talk about to continue to have a topic in regards to us. There's no way you're going to tell me right now that this guy's on the hot seat. There's no way you're going to tell me right now he's lost his team. There's no way that you're going to tell me right now that they're not going to fight for him because that's what I see. I see them out there fighting. I don't see them giving up. Remember, I always text you and I say, man, I'm watching their body language because I want to see how these guys react after a bad play. And you just mentioned it. Dak had the amnesia, man. He got sacked, fumbled the ball, lost it, and came right back out like it right. did not happen. But last year, as you say, he might have walked out, had his no, head No, yeah. He didn't know, forget about that in the play. Dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally forgot about it. Totally forgot about it, man. And the team did, too. Well, now we're moving on to Philadelphia. They're coming into our house. Uh, I think we have to show the same type of intensity. I agree. Come right after Wentz. Wentz, somehow his games went down. He, I mean, when he feels pressure, he's making some bonehead plays. And uh, Philadelphia Eagle fans aren't the type to forgive after two, three times. I mean, I think he's reaching that point. If – the Cowboys start beating the hell out of him here, and he starts throwing interceptions. Watch the Philadelphia Eagles fans turn on him too. They'll do it. I believe it. I believe it. So I and, believe it, brother. Yeah, I think uh, the Eagle game is going to uh, the the only game they're looking at now. Was well, that a plane? Where are you getting attacked by a pit bull? What's going on over there? Oh, no, 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 that was a plane. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think the game that everyone's looking at is the Indianapolis Colts, and and you know what? I got I got a quarterback there that doesn't get out of the pocket. You know who that favors? That favors me because uh, my defensive Absolutely. linemen are very fast, and they like to come after you. They like to close That's in right. on you. If if you have a Mahoney or whatever his name is in Kansas City, I think that mm-hmm. that's the kind of guy I worry about. That likes to get Absolutely. out, and he's a pinpoint laser type of uh, passes, but not a luck. I don't think luck has seen that this type of defense yet, and I don't think, no, I don't think he's so. going to be comfortable back there. I don't think so, man. I mean, things are aligning in our favor. You know, we got Philly, we got Indy, we got Tampa, we got the Giants. Yeah, Just execute. That's all I'm looking That's for them it, to man. do. If you execute, because no one, like – Jono, maybe you, me, Steve-O, and about 15 other fans are like, oh, yeah, we can beat the Saints. But everybody else is like, you know, don't get don't throw bad. Don't throw Steve-O into the mix here. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. He's Steve-O, a, he's a weasel. He, he, he couldn't even watch the game with us. He had to go sit out in the hall. Yeah, yeah, he did have to go sit I had a 13-0 lead. I, we had to put him in the hall. <laughs> well, I'll say this, man. If we keep up this intensity, things are falling our way. We got four games left. Let's go out. Let's be solid. Let's try to play Cowboy football. And I think everything is going to end in our favor, man. I think uh, I think we're going to get exactly what we expect. I think we're going to get exactly what we expect. And, you and know what? as you stated, that three seed is up. That three seed is a possibility. Here's the thing, too. That left side been really wounded. That offensive line has been really beat up. And now we're getting Tyron Smith back. That is huge. Huge, yes, my friend, and that can yes, help. I mean, when you get your tackle back, that 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 whole uh, pocket doesn't cave in on you as fast. You know, you're gonna have Absolutely. another second and a half to two seconds possible with a Tyron Smith back there now. And I think now Absolutely. you can move Collins back 
uh, to his spot too. I mean, these I guys have been doing everything they can. And for the guys that have been filling them, God bless. They've been working their asses off. Not like that uh, guy we had last year with that Chaz Green, who completely was a flop, who, who right. just didn't g- give a rat's ass at all. At least this time, these guys are giving everything they got, you know. And yes. that's uh, that's one thing that I got to commend our offensive line. And when we're getting Tyron Smith back, that's going to be big for us. Uh, man, I definitely believe so, man. I'm glad they didn't have to rush him back for the New Orleans game. He got the extra week. I mean, we're going in as 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 at full strength as we can be. All we have to do is execute. We go out there, don't get rattled, execute, play a full 60 minutes, take it one game at a time, don't count anything, don't look past anybody, go out there, execute, and, you know, I think we'll be looking at some good things come here the end of the season in regards to hosting a playoff game or two. And, you know, I think we're going to get everything we expect. So all the doubts and the naysayers, they can send those another way, man, because right now that's that's not the focus at all. That's not the focus at all. The focus is moving forward. I tell you what, too, Travis, one other big thing that I like to pass pass along to our fans out there, we had over 700 – and uh, 782 fans of the Cowboys joined in and be, uh, liked our page at the uh, Cowboys awesome. podcast. So, God bless all That's you guys. Awesome. I, I hope that I hope you guys enjoy our site. And I think I'm gonna have Travis become one of our admins there, to where you can start throwing uh, some uh, shout outs, uh, some nice blogs out there about. Uh, what's going on in cowboy world and uh throw in your opinion man your opinion is like my opinion so i love it oh i i'd be honored brother and look before i get off the line i gotta share this with you so hmm. my kid she's sitting there watching a the game with me the other night you know and i'm watching you guys and she says she said dad is that John? <laughs> I said, yeah, the one and only that. He looks just like She didn't like get I scared, did she? What's <laughs> no, up? No, no. Okay, good. Yeah, that's she good. She said, he looks just like I thought he would. Dad, he seems so cool. So she's oh, watching you man, and that's Steve-O. <laughs> that's and she's beautiful. like, he is so cool, Dad. Oh, I, I, love, the sure I, I love the kid. I love the kid. And you know what? My kid, too, I – uh, we we went into uh, uh, Dick Sporting, and there's the cowboy jerseys hanging down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I looked at the cowboy jersey, and she goes, Dad, can I have that? I had to get it, man. I put it on my you side. It was uh, beautiful. In any case, yeah, my friends, to, yeah, man. yeah. Thank you so much, Travis, for being part of the show. Thank you, for Thank my you, fans brother. out there. Thank you, Cowboy Nation. You guys are what it's all about. I mean, I don't want to hear any more uh, uh, bandwagon or anything like this. Who's ever on board, stay on board and enjoy this trip because I think it's going to be an exciting one this year. Uh, you know what? Absolutely. Let's get that name back. We are the Dallas Cowboys. When you look right. at us, it's respect. It's persona. Everything is about the silver and blue. So that's what we're all about. All right. From Jono, Travis, I had no Steve-O today. I had no Rodney. I'll see you guys uh, this coming Thursday. Travis, if you're free, we'll give you a shout, too, and uh, see what you're up to for the Philadelphia game. And uh, that's about it, folks. From Cowboy Nation, take care. We love you. 
Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.